everybody and welcome to RTM Wrestling Reacts to NXT TakeOver Respect. We are your 115,764 favourite wrestling podcast on the internet and every week we come together to bring you our thoughts and opinions as well as yours on the number one brand in sports entertainment. Remember if you want to join us in the conversation find us at RTM Wrestling on Twitter and as it stands we post a podcast in full onto YouTube and SoundCloud when it's ready. As always my name's Andy and I'm joined by the Pocket Rocket. Emma. You're joined by Emma and her glass of red wine. <laughs> just just before we get that going, let's, let's, let's just rattle through the old sponsors of the show, for, should we? <laughs> um, sponsor number one, Pop Comics, who specialise in frame, new and retro comics and other pop culture merchandise. You can find them at popcomics underscore on Twitter and visit their Facebook to have a look at their designs. If you're into your comics, you're into your, your pop culture, your nerdy merchandise, mm. get over there. Saw today on their Facebook, they have a... Um, do you know, like a picture frame? Yes. But Marvel characters are frame, oh, and then nice. you can put a picture in the middle. Nice. Very nice indeed. Um, sponsor number two. Yes. Gentleman Jack. Gentleman Jack. Unsp- no, I'm joking. Not unspiced. <laughs> no, no <laughs> I've moved on from unspiced rum. We now are on Jack Daniel's Gentleman Jack. You bourbon. have expensive taste. So, Gentleman Jack's is, what, £32 it costs, which is... That was an offer as well. Which is how much in dollars would that be, like 40 $45? Maybe 50 pushing 50 I don't know, it's that much, is it? Would it? Yeah. Shit. It's like one point yeah, so it's like five at the moment. So, like, we get it, like, mostly, it's like $50 for a bottle. <laughs> that's, fucking, that's fucking crazy, Andy. Oh, it tastes good. Oh, does it, it taste It smells good? strong. It tastes strong as well. <laughs> Anyway. Third sponsor. Who's that? The oh, wine. is that that's my wine. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, that's my red wine, which was um the only wine I could find on offer in uh, Booth's supermarkets. <laughs> so I don't even know the name of it, but it tastes good. 5 pounds, 5 English d- pounds. For those you don't know who Booth's are, maybe across the pond won't know what a Booth's oh, is because it's basically so a good. northern supermarket. Imagine a 7-Eleven. That you're not allowed to go into. Imagine like <laughs> the most posh place you can think of to buy food, but it's still affordable. But it's just kind of nice. It's a nice shopping no environment. Scumbags no in there. scumbags. Everybody's got their own teeth. No trash. Yeah, it's just very nice. Very nice. Anyway, anyway. we're not here to talk about booths nor booze. No, we're not. Booze and booths. That's difficult to say. <laughs> you did well. Thank you. What we're here to talk about is NXT Takeover Respect. As always, with every show, we start with your tweets. So thank you very much for getting in touch. If you want to join in on us, if you want to tweet and get on the show, find us at RTM Wrestling on Twitter. Give us a follow. Say hello. We'll follow you back. You know you know the deal by now. So at Stephen Sorrell, who is Let's Talk WWE.com, who does a very good wrestling website, has put, uh, my thoughts is that this year Bailey has stolen our hearts. She grew up as a fan and became a champion. A sentimental ending to the event was exactly what the main WWE shows seem to miss so often. Our sort of brotherly podcast from across the pond <laughs> at WWE Locker Talk has put Jordan and Gable are a made team. The mechanics also really impressed me. I want Asuka as a personal assassin to kick all my least favourite people 
Eva Marie, Nikki Bella. Uh, Tyler Breeze and Apollo Crews worked as a clean and crisp match, and I really hope they have a lot more singles matches together in the future. We all knew Bailey versus Sasha Banks was going to be great, but I was blown away by it. Match of the year. Oh, and Finn Balor is a lot cooler than me. <laughs> He's a lot cooler than all of us. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Uh, at Carl Gack has put one word, Asuka. And Game Banter has given us a nice little rundown of his thoughts and said, I'll see if I'll be able to put Gable into one word. <laughs> it was amazing. Everybody on that card looked like absolute stars. Gable and Jordan remain my favourite things on WWE TV at the moment because Cesaro has not been on WWE TV for weeks now. And my God, did they deliver a perfect tag match. Um, I can't think of a single way to improve one second of it. Asuka's debut was amazing and Dana Brooke made her look immaculate. Brooke is getting so much better so quickly, it's kind of crazy. Obviously, the main event was awesome, and I think their Brooklyn match was technically better, but the storyline in this one was a whole new level for wrestling. No match has even attempted anything like it in years. Incredible. Sasha just didn't just make a child cry. She made one specific child cry on purpose. The best heel performance I've seen in quite some time, and one of the best events ever in WWE okay thank you very much guys for giving us those thoughts as always we very much appreciate them so you've heard your thoughts now let's hear ours oh yes and what thoughts they are NXT TakeOver Respect came out of Full Cell University yeah I don't think they should stop doing them now <laughs> you just don't want them to be at Full Cell like ever no, do it's you not, no. that's, that's not a point I like the TV tapings at Full Cell I think that's got like a nice little thing to it I just after seeing Brooklyn, I just want I want them all in a big arena. Yeah, but I know what you mean. that's that's being that's being a bit it's being cheeky now. Being being a cheeky chappy. Being very cheeky. So we open up with a Dusty Rhodes Tad Team Classic semi final match, which was Finn Balor and Samoa Joe against the Mechanics, Dawson and Wilder. Good match. Yeah, very good. Good way to kick it off. Mm-hmm. I liked the um, the entrance way. Like they've changed changed it up a little yeah. bit for it. Um, obviously, when he, I tell you what, I don't what I don't like. The only thing I don't like about Balor at the moment is that weird bit of music that they've stuck on at the start. Yeah, I, don't, he's, I don't I don't quite get that. When I'm he's trying to do like his biker gimmick, which I do like. Yes, I'm a fan of. I'm yes. a fan of the Outlaws, as a lot of people will know. Um, yeah, I think that weird music at the start just doesn't quite go into it. I, I can't quite remember it, but I remember thinking when I was watching it that it was a bit strange. It just didn't quite work for me. Oh, Jack. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Just enjoy a sip of your drink. Oh, God, yeah. Burns all the way down. The thing is with Bala, though, that, that I find quite interesting is that whereas other people, um, a costume or a particular style that they're going for kind of really makes them it doesn't add anything to him, if I if that makes any sense. So the whole biker yeah. thing, I don't notice because I'm watching Finn Balor. Yeah. And his paint is, is yeah. amazing. It's so cool. Yeah, yeah. But I'm watching film Finn Balor at the same time. So whereas some people are really defined for me <coughs> by what they're wearing or their music or something, yeah. it, can, it can completely throw the whole match for me. If their character's not strong enough or whatever, then... You know that's it. You know, it makes me a bit fed up or whatever. Yeah, it pisses yeah. me off, or I notice, but I don't notice with him, which is cool. Like it's a it's yeah. a testament to him. I mean, the the sort of the biker gimmick that he's doing at the moment would be anybody's main gimmick. 
Like, that would be their main thing. And he's coming out with his leather jacket on, you know, revealing the belt. It's cool. I, I like what they're doing because they're showing, like, both sides. So when they initially was just pushing the demon, and it was like every other time he'd just come out in his druds and get it on. <laughs> um, nice choice of words. <laughs> um, mm. You know, it, it, was, it was great, but it was like, mm, are they going to just go for this demon character and, and if he ever does go up to the main roster are they just going to focus on this yeah. but now that he has got this separate character of this biker outlaw type of guy he comes out in his leather jacket he's fine yeah he's a, to me he's a made man and like from what we do have to mention as well is that nxt 24 thing which was fucking it incredible was so good it was based so, on NXT Brooklyn. so good yeah um and he was saying in that that he wants to stay with nxt and he wants mm. to kind of Bear the fruits. I mean, any of them, any of them who don't, who want to go up to that main roster at the moment, need their head checking. Big time. I would. And wouldn't. that's that's not being smarky. That's not like oh, it's all this on the main roster. You know, it's you can't compare. You can't compare the, that the crowd at the moment. Doing. You'll probably be able to compare the salaries. I'm sure that's probably what they're thinking. But yeah, I think with a lot of them, if I would be thinking, if I was say Sasha Banks, for example wish i was but i'm not unfortunately but if i was then i would be <laughs> like oh you know go up to the main roster and i know nsc is always there for me i know it's yeah, there be stupid, i can come back whenever i want London. to i mean it, it depends like who they sign because there's a lot of free agents milling mm. around at the moment yeah who could be a potential any we, we should really get back to this match yeah good match the i don't like when matches tend to favor the injury so it, mm-hmm. sometimes it says to me that don't think that they can have a good match yeah whereas i think um you know the mechanics are really good technical wrestlers so i don't i don't quite know why they went for that knee injury routine um but yeah <coughs> i think um dash and wilder or dawson and dash or whatever it <laughs> is scott dawson dash wilder that's it yeah yeah uh, dawson wilder are gonna be are gonna be there yeah thereabouts so finn balor and Samoa Joe win, wins that one. Speaking of going to be there and thereabouts, match two, Rhino and Baron Corbin versus Jason Jordan and Chad Gable. Wow. The fucking match of the wow, night. Wow, it was and so good. As far as wrestling goes, match of the night. I've, I've not wanted to replay a finisher. Now, you know my thing with finishers. Yeah, you're not I'm you're not, not a big fan, fan of them because usually they're really lame <laughs> and like they just don't look right. And I hate any finisher where someone has to stop and then do their finisher. Yeah, yeah. So like you were saying about Apollo Crews, you know, he has to stop and then do, you know, his old finisher. We'll get onto that. But, yeah, you know, yeah. it's the same with Cena of You Can't See Me. He runs the ropes, but then he stops and then does <laughs> yeah, it. And it's like, yeah. why have you run the yeah. ropes? <laughs> like, why are you yeah, stopping? Definitely. I like a bit of momentum. I think if they can stay, if they can incorporate their finisher in a sequence or they can yeah. do like it they just go seamlessly into it like the whole like Seth Rollins RKO thing from from Wrestlemania, WrestleMania which Jesus, was yeah. if that's yeah. when I like a finisher when it can seamlessly fit into something and you're not expecting it when someone yeah. stops and you know they're going to do it the excitement's gone yeah so that what happened at the end of that match fuck me was fuck unbelievable me, Chad. unbelievable See, we were cheering for for gable and yes. jordan throughout the entire yes. match they were fantastic his rolling sort of german suplex on corbin when corbin blatantly didn't help him out which he yeah. wasn't he wasn't meant to but he didn't help him out that finisher just made me sure up i know it was so <laughs> I was good like, Come on, go. oh 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 we I went crazy i wish we were doing a like live react of us 
watching yeah. that because I yeah. had a delayed reaction, so I had to watch it the second time because I didn't quite sure what happened. You yeah. just lost your mind. You were like, you just went mad. Yeah, because I, mean, I, I even said like just before, it was like, oh, here comes Ender Days. Oh, no, he's going for an ad. Says, oh my God, it's Ender Days. <laughs> I just like, fucking lost it. It was so, so good. I think we were, um, that was kind of, I think the first, the result of the first match, it was kind of a bit of a, di- a they had to decide whether or not, and we had this discussion when we were watching it, whether or not it was going to be a legit proper tag team that won it, or it's going to be two yeah. stars teamed up that were going to win. Yeah. And I think um, Balor and Samoa Joe winning was a bit like, right, okay, well, the next one's got to be a tag team. This is their yeah. statement then. What, who, who are they going to put forward? Are they going to actually really take the tag team seriously yeah. and have a tag team win it? Because, But then I was thinking, I, and I even said to you, the thing is, if um, Gable and what's his face, and I can't, the names Jordan. won't go in. The names won't go in. I feel so bad, but they won't go in. The main one went in, Gable. Gable, yes. J- Jordan's good, but he's not Jordan no Chad and Gable, Gable. okay. Yeah. Um, I said, <laughs> if they win, though, that means it's two faces against each other, and the crowd was so on the other one side, and I, I that's when I thought, oh, no, it's going to, yeah. you know, it's, it's, that, it's not going to go their way. We're not going to yeah. have a proper tag team win this, which sucks. Yeah, I mean that's that's sort of the the one criticism that I had with this. Mm. Um, it's it's very very minute criticism. Very minute. Very very so minute. minute. Criticism. It, I'm like properly picking on it now because yeah. it's so good. It's it's just it's more of a shame. That it's a shame rather than an actual criticism. Yeah. Samoa Joe and Bala didn't need to go over because mm-hmm. they're already established of course, stars. Yeah. If Chad Gable and Jason Jordan or the, the mechanics won it, and the mechanics actually beat the Vord villains earlier on in the tournament. Yeah. Um, if the, if a tag team won it, you would have instantly made a tag team star, and if and jo- Jordan and Gable are going to be fine. Of course, you know, they're, oh they've yeah, they've got the crowd behind they're them. So now. over, they're it's painful. Crazy. Yeah, you know the move set is is insane. You know, but if if Jordan and Gable won it, and the next and at London you would have had maybe or even earlier than this you would have had uh, the Vord villains versus uh, Jordan and Gable. It would you you it would have been crazy. I mean, it still it still could be, but because you, you've got a tag team event that has kind of put over a non tag team, it's it, it was a, it's just a bit strange. Yeah, I think they've missed an opportunity with making a star there because it's like all all these things that you're supposed to do, like with say King of the Ring, old King of the Rings, not new King of the Ring, mm. <laughs> um, the old school <laughs> King of the Ring from 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 years ago. It used to put over somebody. And yeah. it was like, right, this is our guy now. This is the star. And with it, with so much attention being on the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, as it should have been, Yeah, a tag team should have won it to go over. Because you didn't need Finn Balor and Joe winning that. I don't, and I didn't even think you needed it. Because when it got to the moment where, you know, the Rhodes family were on stage, yeah. and I know that's later, but like the Rhodes yeah. family were on stage, and I thought, actually, it's quite nice that, that two veteran, like veterans of wrestling yeah, are there. It's, it's there, a yeah. very kind of like heavy moment that, and I think it needed a bit of gravitas in the ring. Yeah. But saying that, Jordan and Gable, I think would have been fine. Yeah, when I, mean, I think about them being in the ring, it would have been, if anything, I think maybe yeah. they didn't have that gravitas and that kind of like regal, I don't mean William Regal, I mean like regal wrestling-esque yeah. persona. However, it, it's a bit more of what Dusty Rhodes was about for me and it's yeah, the up-and-coming talent. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I think that they they probably should have gone that down that route yeah. and no one would have cared. Like 
Bala and Samoa Joe wouldn't give a shit. Because <laughs> I even they've said... They've got a lot going on. I, I called it wrong bef- like just before this match. I said, right, if Bala and Joe have won, yeah. what's going to happen here is Gable and Jordan are going to win and then they're going to go into the main event and they're going to beat him and then Samoa Joe will feud with Bala mm. for the title. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I thought. I was 100% certain yeah. of it. And then when they lost, in the most spectacular way possible... Oh, yeah, so good. Um, <laughs> you know, I thought, oh, shit, well, then... They're not going to give a heel team the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic and have the Rhodes family come out, but we didn't know that at the time. But they, they're not going to give a heel team that. Yeah. We knew heels weren't going to win it because it was such a big moment. Yeah, but it doesn't fucking matter. I mean, this is no. the thing. Like, I, I mean, we didn't we didn't do a reacts to Raw earlier in the week. I wasn't feeling very well. Uh, I've been, been ill for a little bit. Um, but it would have been a struggle mm. to do a reacts to Raw. Oh, Raw sucked. Like I'm not. Yeah. I'm not even gonna. I can't dress it up. It sucked, and I yeah. was so excited to see it. As I as yeah, I say, yeah. when you've got a job that's quite kind of like you, you know, you work really hard. Stressful, it's tough yeah, and it's yeah. a bit tough stressful. Jobs, yeah. And you come home and you're excited, and it's our Tuesday. It's American people's Monday, but it's our Tuesday. Yeah. And it was so disappointing. And and yeah. they do this. It's crazy. This they fluctuate so much. Whereas. And I hate to pit them against each other. They're very, very different and they've got different people who are at the helm and all of that stuff and different responsibilities that they have to deliver on. But NXT is so consistent. When they have an off week, it's not that off. No, It's, it's just a bit like, ah, oh, it wasn't as good. You know, well, whatever. This, this is the thing. Going into this takeover, we're like, okay, this is going to be like the, the sort of calm down takeover. Even this was fucking mental. It was epic. Mental. It was epic. It was another epic show. And that's what we were saying. And I'm sure we'll mention it later. And I'd like to talk about it later, to be honest, because I'm yeah, excited. Yeah. But, of you know, what are they going to do for London? Because Fuck knows what they're gonna do each for show has had this crazy, crazy moment. I think there's been one pay-per-view that hasn't had it. And we've gone, huh. I can't remember which one it was. When I say pay-per-view, I mean takeover. The, the takeover yeah, specials. Yeah. yeah and um, I think we've been a bit like, that oh, was okay. But, I, you know, it, but because we're so used to these huge, huge moments. Yeah, and the, spo- the spoilers. I think fans they are, are spoiling fans us. Fans are going to get a bit like, oh, what? They've not like... <laughs> I would have loved for us to have done this podcast a year before we started it. And I would love to listen to episode one of that yeah. compared to this now. Because I think that this year started to turn for the main roster as well because we've seen more XT people come up. But yeah. the year before that, I mean, in the you know when Punk was getting ready to leave, <laughs> he, yeah. um, yeah. you know, it wasn't great. We no. were we had we had a lot more gripes about. It. We still enjoyed it. We still went, and you know, we yeah, were yeah. we weren't schmarky. We've never been a, with schmarky fans. You know, it's yeah, not. Yeah. We do have a whinge sometimes, yeah, of course. Definitely. So everybody does, but you know, it's for. it's so interesting. The changes this couple of years have been insane. They've been so huge. I mean, to me, I, I think without NXT, we wouldn't have started doing a podcast. No, I agree. I agree with because that. Because that was the real reason why I started to get really excited about wrestling again. Mm. So. Our love letter to NXT there. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Honestly, if they had more content and I thought people would want to listen to it, I would just do an NXT podcast. Absolutely. I'm not even lying there. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I would. I mean, I, we've, I have we've a... Said, s- we've said yeah, it a couple of times. I have a soft like, spot for the main roster and I still... Yeah, I definitely. think that they're doing a lot better a hundred yeah. times better than they were when I first started watching properly again. Yeah. Circa 2012, you know, like yeah, yeah. full time rather than just dipping in and out. Yeah, definitely. So Rhino and Baron Corbin won that. As we've said, best match of the night for me. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> fucking Im- amazing. Oh, I can't wait to watch it again. I can't wait. And how many times do we say that? Like, I can't wait to watch it again. Oh, yeah. 
and that there's more reasons why we want to watch this again, but we'll go into that <laughs> later on. <laughs> Poor Izzy. Um, yeah, next next match, Dana Brooke versus Asuka. Another great, Brilliant. great debut. Another Brilliant. great debut. And da- I'll tell you what, and I'm saying it's funny that Gaz brought that up. Yes, because yeah, I thought the same when I was thinking about that tweet. We were, we were talking about mm. it during it, just thinking, Christ, we were talking about Dana Brooke about a month ago as if she was Eva Marie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We and were, we were heinous. We were heinous towards her. I was like, she looks a fucking state. She's touching her tits and a clit too much. <laughs> Why the fuck is she bothering? This is the gentleman Jack talking. <laughs> um... <laughs> Like, why is she overly sexualized? Yeah. Why can't she wrestle? And now it's kind of like, yeah, she's not on the level of those, t- mm. you know, the the big the big four. Yeah. Let's say the four horsewomen, but she's fucking getting there, and she's getting she's there. She's getting there fast. At an alarming rate. Fast. Yeah, and that was, I. She's obvious. She's a born heel. She's oh, an absolute yeah, born yeah. heel. She, yeah. she can't be. I'm still the you know the jury's out on Emma being a heel. I think she's doing a great job. Don't yeah, get me wrong. No, I yeah. prefer her now than I did doing a crazy you know her dancing and stuff because I feel like yeah. it really kind of belittled her wrestling. Yeah, yeah, and a, that's why it didn't work on the yeah, main roster. Yeah, it was a gimmick that was that that completely wore her. You know, like when they say clothes wear someone rather than them wear yeah. clothes, like it wore her. Like she was carried by that gimmick, and I like. Yeah. I, I want. I don't mean to make this about Emma. This is really weird, but like I, I don't. Stephen Sorrell will be loving this. No, no, no. <laughs> but Emma's Emma's she's a really safe pair of hands, Emma, and I yeah. can see her being a person who gets pe- you know gets people over. Yeah, and I think that she can do that, and and, and that's not a bad thing. No, that's not, definitely and now, not. But the thing is, now that there's movement in NXT, and hopefully Emma's in NXT for the long term now. She's not in the main roster. Yeah. And I hope that she becomes a contender because yeah. I really like her. And, and her being with Diana Brooke, I think, although I don't, I'm not quite 100 percent on board with that. Yeah, I think it's kind of working. It's certainly 100 percent working for Diana Brooke. Yeah, and Emma's. I don't know whether she is benefiting benefiting from it, but I'm noticing her, even though she's ringside. Yeah, more I mean, than I, I was. I think a lot of people forget as well um, that the first ever takeover special was Paige versus Emma for the title. Um, which I... I mean, I, yeah, I'm sure that's what it was. I'm sure it was Paige versus Emma for the title. What was that, the, sorry? The, fir- the first ever takeover yes. was Paige versus Emma for the women's title. Ooh, like first ever that women's rings title. a bell, I think so. Um, great match. Mm. So Emma can do it. She can put on these matches. And as yeah. Steve, Stephen says so so often, is that is give, give her a chance to try and... I think at the moment what they need to do is they need to rethink what they're doing with her. Yeah. Because she was kind of coming through at the time when your Baileys wouldn't have got over. Yeah, for sure. And that and, sh- and that to me reminds me more of the Bailey character, the dancing and the weirdness. Yeah, and the, yeah. Oh, she's a bit off. And because Santino was on the main roster, it was like, oh, let's just bring her up a and bit see of what happens. That could have quite easily been Bailey, you know. Yeah, that could have been quite, quite easily been Bailey. Quite easily been Bailey. Yeah. Which I'm I'm kind of thankful it's not. I think Emma had a rough yeah. ride on the main roster. She was yeah. never disliked by the crowd though. No. Never. No one ever booed her. They were never bothered. They thought she was funny. She got yeah. laps and stuff, but yeah. she was wasted because that girl is a wrestler. She's not a comedian. Yeah. She's not come all the way from fucking Australia at halfway across the world to come to there to be a comedian. No. She's come there to be a wrestler. And obviously she's a great wrestler for her to get yeah, that yeah. far and to be noticed. Yeah. Anyway. Back to that match. <laughs> Bit As- of Emma segue there. Asuka is phenomenal. Asuka's fantastic. 
fantastic. The, honestly, I don't think a, a, a wrestler has scared me more. She's, she is that smiling. That smile is like... Smiling assassin. It's that's just, what she is. That smile is fucking grim, is what it is. <laughs> and I saw um, like on uh, YouTube... Like WWE put the um like backstage segments and they put interviews and things like that up and there's a <laughs> there's a, a real good bit of comic timing by Dana yeah because Dana lay on a table being um uh, like examined by doctors and she like wakes up and goes how's Asuka is she all right God that was, I beat her so fast like oh, and <laughs> Emma's just kind of like. Ooh. <laughs> and then Asuka comes in and like taps her on the head and goes, "Oh, Dana!" And oh, like that's crying. funny. But then, because so, so, so on one hand, she's when she's like speaking English. Obviously, English is not a first language. She's doing very well, a bit like a, a Tommy. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's when so she, when she's talking, she seems quite socially off because obviously it's not. Oh a, yeah. It's not a language, and she's like, "Oh, Dana," <laughs> and then stops and looks at Emma and smiles at her. <laughs> And to me, that's the scariest fucking... So on one hand, she's like a bit of a... And when she did her debut and she was signing a contract, mm. she seemed so happy to be there and, and really like... Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's a different culture of happiness. She's like, yeah, yeah, I'm here, I'm here, here. Then stone-faced, that, that smile, it would be like like Kevin Owens' stare. It's dead behind the eyes smile. It's like It's like she's going to fucking strangle a bitch. She, she's so good, though. I mean, and, and yeah. I think when I first... And this... I, I hope this isn't really offensive, actually. I don't mean to, like, this is going to... I'm have, sure it won't be. I'm that. really if afraid is, that this is going to sound rude. But when, when you hear about... When you think... When you look at the women's women's wrestling, they're all very much of a similar type and a similar build. That's kind of why Diana Brooks is cool, because she is bodybuilder you different, know she's yeah. different and when this one says like japanese female wrestler you think she's gonna be a little twiglet and she's gonna you know probably be a bit a bit great but really quick but when yeah. she came out and you were like she looks like she's made to like break bitches yeah, no, yeah. she's that was the she, quote of the night from yeah she it was like she's made <laughs> to break bitches yeah no it's pretty true <laughs> but she's not she i expected her to be like this like five foot tall teeny weeny little skinny thing like it's army absolutely yeah. yeah but she's and it's not this isn't a comment on her physique so much but it's just the fact that she doesn't fit the mold you think she's gonna fit and i think that's no. really important with wwe because it's it's not they're not like that used to in a way reaching out to a lot of other cultures no they and when, and when they're they, usually quite heinous when they do. It's quite stereotypical. Kai and Tai are, are, are an amazing example of that. There's probably, I mean, I'm sure like in, in Japan they'd love them, but Taki Michinoku and Funaki were, couldn't get more stereotypically Japanese if you tried. Yeah. The only thing they were missing is like having samurai swords or something. That was like <laughs> literally it. Oh my it was God. So painfully like. You know, and, and that's the thing that WWE does get a lot of stick for. So, like Kofi Kingston when he was doing his Jamaican yeah, thing, that's he came out as a roster. Man, I just I hated. The he whole came out Jamaican as a roster. Shit. I just don't, I know, don't like and that. And he's not even fucking remotely. <laughs> yeah, he's American Jamaican. for fuck's sake. Yeah, so he came out as a roster. Um, any sort of English wrestler, mm. apart from Neville at the moment, which Neville's yeah. kind of breaking the mold a little yeah, bit, yeah. has to be regal. Has I to think be they this. think Newcastle's not England, though. <laughs> I think they see yeah. it more like he, Scotland. He's, or probably, he's, <laughs> probably, he's probably gone under the radar because he goes, I, why, man, I'm from Newcastle. They're like, where the fuck is Newcastle? <laughs> um, okay, you're a superhero. <laughs> You know, and Barrett's like blatantly like from England. Yeah. And he probably says he's from England first rather than from Preston. Yeah, no. Um, but you know, if you're, if you're, listen, if you're a Geordie, if you're from Liverpool, you, 
Liverpool. Oh, Jesus. Liverpool would be another one that they wouldn't have no, a it's true. clue where it No, is. it's true. But if you're from Newcastle, I correct myself. If you're from Newcastle and you're a Geordie, you're saying you're from Newcastle. There's yeah. only a few places in England where people are proud of where they're from. Yeah, <laughs> and you yeah. don't just go, I'm English. Yeah. <laughs> I don't say I'm Mancunian when I go to the States. But... um. No. But no, no but, but the we, whole we, we pretend to be from London. London, darling. Um, <laughs> but Asuka's great because, I mean, it's, she's got the pink hair, she's got her own style. Yeah, definitely. And she's not like this teeny weeny little fragile thing. You know, she's a. She's going to kick. She's, she's going to kill people. Strong and that, man. Again, it's another example of brilliant gimmick. Perfect. Making. I mean, I don't she's know. I've not, perfectly, I've not yes. seen a lot of her beforehand, but the whole mask thing. Mm. You can see that mask on a t shirt. Oh, you yeah. Can see, you can see it selling fucking shit tons. They've just done really well. Mm-hmm. Someone different really, again. Somebody really, different. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like yeah. when the four horsewomen were saying on the um, on the show, the um, NXT 24 or whatever it was, yeah. when they're like, we're all so different. It's Becky Lynch who said, we're all we so. All different, yeah, yeah. You, you can't even compete with one another because they're so different. Yeah. And that was never the case with the Divas. I think it is now because you've got the NXT crew coming up. So yeah. they are again, they are but, getting uh, that difference. All the others are the same. It's just insert random Diva here. And that's yeah. the problem that the main roster's got. Yeah. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to see what they do with Asuka. Absolutely. Asuka versus Bailey could be fucking insane. Yeah. But they've also they've got tons of new Divas, like, oh, mm. sorry, sorry, Divas, women's wrestlers. Mm. Um, coming up at the moment there's a new um, sort of like indie girl who I don't really I don't know the name of but I just I saw a random um, sort of post that I sort of started on the live events and she's apparently this massive indie star um, and then you've got Nia Jax who looks like Nia Jax she's who's been threatening to come on to NXT for the last hundred years yeah, <laughs> next yeah. week guys this, this is this is an <laughs> even more prolonged debut promo vignette thing than Lost Matadoras had. Oh my god, uh, that, yeah. And that was like three months of... I was going to say, Batista's return was quite, oh, a, yeah. a, quite a biggie as well. Jesus Christ. Anyway, let's move on because we're, we're going to run out of time. We're going to run out of time. Uh, next match is Tyler Breeze versus Apollo at Cruz. Now, what we've seen before, um, going into this match, I was like, yeah, I like Cruz, but he needs a new finisher. Because nobody's really bothered with that, that sort of moonsault. Yeah. And it's not, and I think he's, he deserves a better finisher than what he's got. I still think he deserves a better finisher than what he's got mm-hmm. because they did mix it up a little bit with this sort of spinning power bomb. Um, you know, when you when you when you think, and this is what I said, like while we're watching it, if you think of like finishes, you've got end of days, you've got Paluma kick from Sami Zayn, you've got pop yeah. power bomb, you've got the money shot from Tyler Breeze. You know, these are all things that can happen in an instant. Whereas when he was actually setting Breeze up for the gorilla press into the standing moonsault, the crowd weren't bothered. No, they weren't. They, they weren't were kind of silent. It wasn't like when somebody goes and hits the finisher and it's, oh, oh, or they've just mm. missed or something like that. I mean, they changed it around. They gave him this little weird, you know, corkscrew power bomb thing. Um, but I think they're still, they're still playing around with him. But it was a great match. Great, great match. match. Yeah, really good. Loved it. Cannot wait to see more. Mm. So we get the final of the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic. It was Samoa yes. Joe, Finn Balor versus Rhino and Baron Corbin. You ain't coming back. You you're not beating <laughs> that. You're not beating that match. No way. Um, but again, it was more. That was good for wrestling. This was more psychologically good with the knee uh, injury. I know I don't. I don't like the fake injury things. It's 
yeah, I just think it takes so it just it it takes away from the momentum. Like the things that we like about NXT matches is the momentum, and yeah. I, and I understand they have to do a few of these type matches because otherwise the entire show you'd just be throwing up into a bucket <laughs> um, from the pure adrenaline rush that you <laughs> That's get. That's so true. Um, but yeah, another good match. But we get Samoa Joe and Finn Balor winning. Um, we've already gone over what we think of them winning yeah um and uh, we get the yeah. roads the roads family in the ring which they held really it together cool. so bloody well cody did Christ fucking really almighty. well they were doing so well cody did I, really I don't well, think like, i could do that not so soon no. it's, it's so soon no way and especially because everybody it's so emotional and it's so head up in nxt because everyone was obviously so close yeah, to him yeah. so close to him he's had such an influence on people that it must be the atmosphere just must be really tense. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's hard. It's really hard. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, th- I was really sad actually. I found that was that was probably um, my second biggest tear in the eye moment of the night. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And it was a nice moment. Good to see Goldust in there. You Brilliant. Know, I, yeah. I, I, I really I'm up for him to him coming back. I hope so. Um, but we'll see. Mm. Um, so then that leads us to the main event, and we've got a full ten minutes to talk about oh, this. Thank God. <laughs> the, the main event <laughs> of takeover respect was Sasha Banks versus Bailey. Now, now let's just let me sorry. Let me just get something for, out of the way. It. Let you, me just get, get something out of the way. The match itself was not as good as Brooklyn, and I think someone said that on a tweet. I don't think it was technically technically as good. good. However. In terms of the roller coaster of that match, the emotions that went through it, everything from start to finish, it was the best match I've ever seen. Yeah. Period. Yeah. I, I mean, was I was on board with that. I get very distracted. And if somebody yeah. gives I'm really that's just me. And if somebody you know, if I'm watching a match that I know is gonna be like twenty five minutes long or something I'm usually I'm on my phone, I'm doing yeah. something, I'm looking up at it, going, Oh great, you know, I can it's hear the crowd it's going normally that length of a match involves John Cena. Yeah, I was going to say, weirdly enough, in my head yeah. then, I thought John Cena, Randy Orton. No yeah, idea why. Yeah. I don't know where yeah. that's come from. But that, I was I was just absolutely enraptured with it from start to finish because I didn't know how they were going to play it out. I didn't know who, how many pinfalls was going to get versus how many. Was Sasha going to take the lead? And then was Bailey going to just come up and win a few? So it was, it was really intriguing. And I think it never, ever lost its way. And I, I think they left it the perfect amount of time to get the first pinfall. Yeah. And the whole I think it was if it was it's so weird because if it's anybody else in the ring when a match starts of doing nothing but staring at each other and posturing and talking and not even touching each other for a good like I would say like 5 to 6 minutes of the fir- of the match. Yeah, I don't know like it, how it, long it was. It was, was. It mean, was a long time. The, fir- the first 10 minutes was kind of broken up with them sort of looking at each other and doing repetitive pinfall attempts. Yeah. Um, which again, anybody else, you'd probably would have been like, eh. but the the gravity that both of them have, and after, and they had it in the Brooklyn match, mm. you had the gravity there, um, but this one seemed different. Like it seemed like it was low. It was very emotionally it loaded this one. I mean, and before when we saw, you know, it was being watched by Lita and Stephanie and, Stephanie, yeah, and, and, and um, Charlotte, and Charlotte Becky, Becky was that, yeah. there, and Sasha coming out. 
she obviously she's a heel it was really hard for her but she like she just wanted to cry she, yeah. they both looked like they were just tense as fuck because they were just trying not to cry because it looked so charged emotionally charged it was yeah, i mean in, it was intense and the crowd saying you deserve it it's just i felt like saying crowd wrestling. shut up you're setting them off <laughs> yeah, <laughs> either yeah. the crowd were incredible but it saying was, like they women's were so wrestling chanting women's wrestling oh. There's an amazing so YouTube video of actually Stephanie McMahon being interviewed afterwards. Really? And she's fucking bawling her eyes oh out. my god, I want to see that badly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really want to see that. She's bawling out saying how proud she is of it and just like completely. I I think that what they need to do, and before we go into the technicalities of this match, mm. as far as the Divas Revolution goes, fuck the main roster off. Who you know? Who, who fucking cares? There's no revolution going on up there. As no, in in the state it's that it's in at the moment, I think unless you, I think you've really, really got to consider your your talent. You've got to gut it and start. You've again. got to gut it. You've got to. Devon said bye bye this week. Let's. Paul let, Devon. Paul Devon had three interviews. <laughs> and she got fired. Let's get and rid she of. She could talk on a mic. I know. I I liked her. I was. Yeah, I, was, I, I liked her. Do you know right, why yeah. I liked her? Because she was short like me, and any <laughs> shorties get my vote every day of the week, which is why yeah. Alexa Bliss gets my vote hundred million times. Yeah. But anyway. Um, Put the main roster. Why are we bothering talking about? No, them? let's not. Scum. Because it'll only not be coming a conversation about the Bellas, and we yeah, give yeah, a, the Bellas. Bellas so much airtime. Yeah, it's yeah, insane. It's painful. Painful. But so technicalities of this match oh man it was it was just i mean yeah i completely agree with guys technically it wasn't as good of a match if you're going to look at it as far as far as um wrestling technique if you're going to look at it like that but the psychological element to it was so off the chart it was unbelievable mm. and to me oh, yeah. to me like when I, when I first watched it, I was like, okay, I still prefer the Brooklyn match. I still think the Brooklyn match is match of the year. Yes. At the moment, I don't. Nec- I don't agree with that now. No. I think respect is a better match because they fucking tried so much crazy shit. The whole thing with that kid. Izzy, little Izzy. Hashtag G- Izzy. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Like, so she's been part of like the NXT show. You know, whenever yes. Bailey comes out, they, yeah, they she sort has. Of, they sort of, it's like Cena's dad. You know, when fucking Cena comes <laughs> out in Boston, his dad's there, like, <laughs> getting more airtime than Zack Ryder. Yep. Um, <laughs> I'll fucking live on to that. That's joke. a fabulous line. I'll, it's I'll, so true. I'll live on that joke for the rest of my life. <laughs> um, but yeah, so whenever Bailey comes out, is he getting a, you know, a, a, a sort of a hug, and she's on camera, and the, the, and now the commentators are mentioning her. For it was borderline too much. Oh to my watch. god! It was borderline it was. too much. Well, we were having all sorts of conversations. I mean, during obviously the and everybody's seen it, so there's no point in recapping. But I'll recap yeah. anyway. Of obviously Sasha approaching, is he shouting at her, which set her off. She was yeah. crying because obviously Bailey was getting battered at the stairs. So that yeah. was obvious because she ran over, and I think that upset her. And yeah. then Sasha she was in the camera's way during yeah. that. She was like, she got in the camera's yeah. way. Yeah, Sasha and I was shouts like, she's at her, fucking well mad, and she's wiping away her tears. And me and you went, oh my. God, but then when she stole a bow on her head and the look on her face, and me and you like he played it in like slow mo so we could really see it and paused it. Yeah, pu- we relived the pain, Izzy's pain. I paused time. it at the moment when her heart broke. Oh my god! But and I it said was, to and you, it was like, insane. We, we we 
we had this discussion of how many theories we had of like the parents. First of all, I was like, the parents must have been told this was going to happen. Yeah. But then when we watched it back, how her mother just went fucking into dragon mode. Her mother looked like, like she was going to tear <laughs> her fucking throat out. When she came walking up, like rolling over. Sp- <laughs> sprinting around and like Sasha literally got the fuck out of the way. Of course you would. Don't don't piss off her mother. But yeah. no, like. And her dad, like, so when she had the bow and she was like doing the cry face. And like, and literally, this kid is bawling. Oh my like god! Like it's not even like you can't a, like fake that shit though. Like it's yeah, not it's fake. It's so it was legit. It was if it would have been a grown person and they'd have been looking. Well, first of all, it would have been really creepy it if, been it weird, yeah, if it was but a grown. But I mean, it was a grown woman crying I, and, I, and she I, had a boast at top. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was I was looking at Izzy and I was thinking when when she was first crying. I know she's wiping her tears away and I was like, oh, okay, this is a bit intense. But then when her dad had her hold of her and she was sobbing, she's wailing. She was, like, what, yeah, she was she wailing, was crying. crying. And Sasha, <laughs> Sasha f- fucking credit to her. I don't know whether it is credit or what, uh, whatever. Oh, Brass credit. balls on her. Definitely just credit. carried on. Just didn't just roll through it. She, she obviously had an idea in her head of what she was going to do. I think she yeah. must have done because I don't think you would carry on seeing the... Cra- if you were doing it ad hoc on the mo- uh, in the moment, yeah. I really don't think you'd keep pushing the buttons of a child. I think she thought, I'll shout at her, then I'll steal a bow and it'll be, and I'll go in the ring and she's run it by people and they've gone, yeah, go in the ring with a bow on, do the crying face and she's like, yeah, yeah I'm going to... And I think she just committed to it and thought, do you know what? Sod this. I'm just going to commit to it because there's no way on the spot you'd go... The kid's crying. I'm going to make her cry even more because the repercussions of that from the people at the top, I think, would be quite bad. Yeah. I don't think you could just decide to make a child cry and then go over and goad her and shout at her even more. I think the the people at the top would go, you were out of line. Yeah, I think yeah. it had to be planned in that. And she was thinking, yeah, do you know yeah. what? I'm making a decision here. I can either give this kid a break because she's crying or I'm just going to carry on and I'm going to carry on yeah, because that's she, what we planned. She, yeah. I mean, to me, like, I, I can't believe... I mean, I know the mother was, like, ready to tear her fucking head off, but I can't believe that w- a, a dad or somebody wasn't in on it. I know! Because that's... Because, like, it was... What it was is it's like when you believe in, like, Santa, when you believe in Father Christmas, good old Saint Nick, and then somebody bursts the fucking bubble. Oh, it was really sad. It was literally like she was getting a child stole away from her. And the the look on her face, like, please, everybody. Oh, I'll have another one if you're going to go for it. I am. Yeah, I'll have another Gentleman Jack, please. Um, the look on her face when that bow gets stole off her, because the camera was pretty late back, so that was, it was unreal. Like, she she was literally wailing. And, I mean, that sort of, like, heel, and when she threw the bow at her dad, like, literally, like, threw the bow at her dad, and then, oh, seriously, like, you know, I'm sure, like me, every anybody listening to this has been and watched that, like, several times, because it was great TV. I just only hope that she got invited backstage afterwards, and she got given a load of free shit, and just, like, didn't, thank you very much, Dylan, uh, just didn't, like... Uh, I'm I'm hoping she got backstage and Sasha Banks just went up to her and gave her a big hug and was like, "I'm so sorry," because to me, I think that the initial thing, the initial bits of it were, you know, obviously some, but I I do believe, and I might be wrong to believe, I think the bow thing was off the cuff. Do yeah. I think nicking a bow was off the cuff. But the thing is, I know the 
what what makes me think that that was planned is that how did she know that bow wasn't attached to her hair? Was it a headband? Yeah, it was. She literally because you was it a headband? It wasn't just a bow that was on her head because the thing that's what I was thinking. It was like it's basically the Bailey thing that they sell. So it's the thing that Bailey has on. Because I thought, how does she know that that's not like attached to her hair? And she just fucking yanks it off her head or something. It's because it's merch. It's merchandise that they sell. Thank God, it's merchandise. So she literally just snatched it off her head. And then put it on, and then threw it at her. It was the fact that Izzy like grabbed her head though when she took it off her yeah, head. She, she like grabbed, grabbed her, her head, head and then God, it was and then awful. absolutely melt melted. Absolutely it was, melted down. Well, we we played. You know, you you. Yeah, I'm just I gonna thought, say you. It, yeah, you paused it, it, played it back. We were looking, and and I got to a point where I felt I was so hell up and upset that I couldn't right, watch couldn't it watch anymore. anymore yeah. I was like, please, can we move on from this? Because I can't see this kid. I can't. I can't watch a child cry anymore. And it, it was it was an insane moment. But knowing how how lovely Sasha Banks is, I think obviously they, they will have of course made up for it because then WWE was publicising the pictures of Izzy, and there's only one way they're going to do that. That's why with the permission for the parents. Parental, yeah, yeah. And the parents will have known in the back of their heads what was going to happen, and that the parents must they must have known. They must have known. But even if they yeah. didn't know in advance, I think while it was happening, they will have known long run. This is great for Izzy because she's gonna get some amazing shit for this. Yeah, like they will have known pu- yeah. the, the the payoff for Izzy. But as you're a child, you live in the moment. But they'll have known it's like it's it's gonna be fine. Of course, no one's hurting yeah. her. She's okay. She's just so into yeah. it, and that's cool. She's you know, so it's so so into it. Can you remember a time when you were into anything <sighs> as much as Izzy was into that? Oh life? my god, that would have been like the biggest roller coaster of a life. I know you like, said that, yeah, completely. And then to see her win, and then to <sighs> see Bailey come back and win, she would have been shitting her pants. <laughs> And fully, and I would have been fully happy for it if that side of the arena cleared out because <laughs> poor Izzy had shit a cat. <laughs> I'd have been like, "You shit your pants, girl," because you're enjoying it. You know, it's it, it's absolutely it incredible. It, it, she put me in mind actually of, um, and this is one of those like personal weird stories, not personal weird stories, but like, <laughs> you tell me when you're gonna shit. Your no, 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 no. This sounds like no one else saw it, so like I don't know why I'm even saying it because this girl didn't get on camera at all. But when I was when we were in Boston for Money in the Bank. And yeah. I don't think you saw her, but there was a little girl dressed like, and she must have been Izzy's age, younger actually, probably about six or seven, dressed as Seth Rollins. And she had one oh, half of her hair no, sprayed. You showed me, show me the picture. She had one half of her hair sprayed, and she was blonde on one side, and she had a little case, and she had someone had painted stubble on her face. Yeah. And it, it just, I just loved it. I was like, yeah, I was, yeah. you're so into this that yeah. you're dressing as a boy. And, and you just, yeah. you know what I mean? You're not yeah. bothered. Like, he's that much of a hero to you. You want to be Seth Rollins. It's like the whole Sasha Banks wanting to be Eddie Guerrero when she was yeah, a kid. You don't know yeah. who these kids are going to turn into. Like, it's, it's yeah. so incredible. And wrestling, you know, for all its faults, and everyone goes on about the attitude here and all that shit, but seeing little kids being able to enjoy it. Yeah. You know, fuck the attitude era, man. Fuck yeah, the I attitude mean, era. Because, like, like, that, I, arguably... That moment with Sasha Banks is up there with any extreme moment. Of out course of the it is, because she was physically making. But a it kid just shows crying. to you, you don't need to be rude and you don't need to be super extreme and you don't need to have yeah. blood and you don't need to have all this shit to be able to be controversial yeah, and yeah. to make a good impact controversially. And you can yeah. still do it and you can involve children, <laughs> yeah, whether yeah. their parents, I don't know, want you to or not. Whatever, yeah, yeah. I don't know where people stand on that. I mean, I'm sure people will feel a bit more 
um, passionately against it. I'm sure there are people yeah, who just didn't I mean, agree with that. It's a bit exploitative, but I what, think against what Sasha was doing. Yeah, to I'm sure there are people out there who do think that. I'm sure they would, because I mean, making a child cry and prolonging it and continuing to do it and yeah. goading her is yeah, yeah. is kind of cruel. It was strong. I mean, we were saying at the time this is a hair's breadth away from being too really much. inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. really. But it was really the fact that after after it stopped, it stopped. Yeah, it, it wasn't did. Like, it and did. Then Bailey went up to her at the end, and you know, I'm sure she went backstage. I'm sure she knows them. But what makes it what great mean? for me as well is the fact that yeah, and she will know them for sure. I like, I'm sure she's been backstage she's been before. Backstage before. Yeah, she must have done. Um, but what makes it great for me is that that is something that I. This is why that the new women are great because that is something I could see Owens doing yeah. to her, like a. A, a child fan of someone he's going against and making him cry will and he, keep he, going yeah, back yeah. Will he, will and he keep does going that. back. But this Whenever is the he thing. walks past, he points at kids and laughs at them. But, but I mean, uh, but she obviously the yeah. Izzy thing's yeah, that's too, too far. Yeah. But like a that step would further. never that would never fly on Raw. No, no. The network would not allow that at no. all. And this is the thing, the interesting thing, because an argument that I keep seeing, and the match was fantastic. We loved it, right? <laughs> an argument that I keep seeing, and this I think is a really important point to make and anybody listening to this who makes this argument really go away and research it and have a look the difference between nxt and raw is one thing and it's not triple h it's not vince mcmahon it's not kevin dunn it's not any of these it's the fact that they're not on a national network Mm. that is the only difference do you think for one second, Vince is backstage at NXT. You know, he's he's not the face of NXT. Triple H is the face yeah. of NXT. But do you think that this thing that's gotten so big now is not under his wing? You're fucking out of your mind. Oh yeah, he's making 100%. him too much money, and he's backstage. He's be he's backstage at Brooklyn. You can what you can see him on twenty four. Yeah, yeah, he's there. He's there. Stephanie is in the crowd. You know, yeah, front and center. The only difference between Raw and SmackDown and NXT is the fact that they don't have to fucking answer to a network. Mm. Raw and SmackDown are the are the same episodic show because that's what a network wants. Mm. Because that's what they put advertisements on. That's what they get money from. Yeah, you have your go home shows, which are a little bit more extreme, a little bit more to them, but. The amount of... I mean, we don't see this backstage, like the backstage stuff, but I can only imagine the amount of firefights they have to do on a weekly basis just so somebody can say bastard. Oh, yeah. Or just so somebody... Or just so Paul Heyman can say, Brock Lesnar's going to kick your ass. The networks must just go for them every time. That's why they've got to where they are. That's why they're at a PG era, because the networks pay more for PG era stuff. If they were still doing the Attitude Era style content, they'd be on at like eleven o'clock at oh, night, yeah. and nobody and nobody'd watch it. Yeah, I it, mean, the, yeah. the ratings at the time were better. That is an argument. Attitude Era ratings were better, but that was a different time. That was sort of like your nineties sort of, you know, mode, so to speak. Um, but yeah, that's your difference between NXT and main roster is that they're on a network. I agree. That's it. Yeah. It would. NXT would be 
the main roster if they were on the WWE network. Mm-hmm. It would be because that's that's you you know Vince has been doing that sort of content for years and suddenly he's forgot. No, his his balls are in the hands of the USA network. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you can still do interesting stuff and they still do interesting stuff. And this is not me trying to justify them because there is times when they just fucking are blatantly painfully lazy with it. I agree. But they need to keep NXT off a network. Agreed. Uh, yeah. If, if it goes, to. if it goes to a network, then that's when you will see it turn into Raw or SmackDown. And hopefully, they're not going to be because it's easy. They must again. The USA Network must be saying, "Ooh, this NXT thing that we've been hearing so much oh, about, yeah. we'll we'll give you, we'll give you ten million for that per year. We'll give you twenty million per year. Mm. I tell you what, if you give us Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, we'll give you a hundred million a year." It's gonna be fucking hard for them to say no because it's a it, you know it's a it's a business at the end of the day, but I just hope they hold off. I hope they hold off and they try and sell the WWE network with it because in the long t- the long run, I think they'll make more stars and I think they'll make more money. Agreed. But we'll see. We'll see. What what overall time run? We've gone over by ten minutes. We've gone over by a lot. We're on like fifty two minutes. Fifty two minutes. <laughs> we need to keep this brief. Keep this brief. Yes. So. Do we talk NXT London? Do What's going to happen? What gonna What's going to happen? I've not got a fucking clue. Listen, I want to know. I want to know. I kind of want to have... Um, we do like our reacts and we mm. don't do many podcasts. And I think that we kind of like... We take a view sometimes on podcasts that we don't get that many listeners or people want to hear our reacts more. However, yeah. I'd like to do a podcast because I want to do some speculative talking. Yeah. I want to do a bit more talking about things like NXT and what our thoughts are on the business and... I think we're due a podcast. So maybe yeah, we, we need to put we've, the, we've the question one, so. out there about what people think NXT London's going to bring because we have our own theories. We have our own things we'd love to happen, which we won't yeah, say now. Yeah. But I would really like to put the question out there of what is it going to hold for us? We're Definitely. so excited. And I want to know what everyone thinks is going to happen because there's a couple of interesting thoughts I think that we mm. have. And I'd love to know if anyone else comes up with those thoughts without us prompting them. Yeah, I mean, well, the interesting thing is, like, on NXT this week, there is a Battle Royal. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the spoilers are already online for oh, it. No. Have you seen them? No, I've, I've not I've seen fucked. them. No. Do not fucking look at spoilers anymore. I'm not looking at spoilers no. either. I enjoy it so much more. It's better. There was, there was a time it's when so I used better. to go on those spoiler sites every week, and I'd be like, oh, my God, this bit of news. Because, like, t- so basically, I've got the t- TakeOver Reacts I've got a takeover breakdown mm-hmm. on the screen. Yeah. And on the site that I'm on, it was the old site that I used to go on, and I used to give you loads of shit. And there's just loads of shit on there, like, who's signing, who's doing this, who's doing that. I don't fucking want to know. I've got one debut spoiled for me. Yeah, I know. Because I saw a fucking picture on Twitter. That's so I was like, I don't want to know, I want to see him. Anyway. But yeah. NXT TakeOver Respect. One of the most emotionally charged oh. nights I've ever. I'm amazed I've I didn't seen. cry. I was very nearly there. It was it was close. It was fucking close. I mean, I think ev- if I watched it on my own, I would have been in tears. But because I was with you, I was trying to hold it together. Yeah, I mean, I I I was. I mean, you know what I'm like. With those <laughs> sorts of moments, I'm, I'm fucking on the floor. Uh, awesome night. Brilliant. Wrestling wise, the good wrestlers, you know that now. But now they're getting the fucking emotion and the feel and the heart back into it, and it's just insane. If you've not got the network, I suggest you get it just to watch NXT fuck 24. Me. It's fuck me. It's fuck NXT, the network should be 9.99 for NXT. Agreed. And that's it. Yeah. And I would be fucking more than happy. If they said, like, all oh, right, NXT is going to be on the network now. It's 
Um, that's just for NXT. If you want the pay-per-views and all the other content, it's $15. I'd go, do you know what? It's, fucking a st- it's a steal. It's a steal. Who hasn't got the network now? It's a fucking steal. All the old pay-per-views you can see. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, thanks very much for listening, everybody. Thank you to our sponsors, Pop Comics and Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels. Da- J- that's, <laughs> Whoa, that's, he's had a couple. That, that's, that's the Jack Daniels <laughs> speaking. Jack Daniels, <laughs> gentleman Jack. Gentleman Jack. And For a gentleman. Booth's wine. Bargain wine. Bargain red wine. We've <laughs> actually got a, a, a chicken in the oven. We, we, <laughs> we to, have. We need to go and eat that. We chicken. have, yes, we have. So it was really lovely to uh, do this. I'm, I'm sorry, I was, I was filling in then while you were taking a drink because you just didn't look like you were ever going to wrap this no, up. No, no, and I'm just not a natural presenter, so like, so awkward moment. We're not doing a mix segment. We've not forgot that we do need to start doing these um, uh, squash match. Yeah, challenges. I'm trying to fa- figure out a moment. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to do a let's play because I quite like us to go against each other in a some let's way. Play. Yeah, what as in as in like video games? Yes. Ooh, I'd okay. like us to go against each other two and a half minutes, a game where we can, oh, you know, I'm thinking a squash match length, even if it's 40 seconds, doing something where we each take it in terms of how many points we can get. Anyway, I'm doing research. Shit's happening. Star Wars Battlefront beta would be quite, pretty Fucking funny. Fucking hell. <laughs> you <laughs> what had a go night. At, you had I a had go, a go. That. You killed a couple. I'm you killed a couple I, of stormtroopers. Guys, like the last gaming system I had, I had a GameCube, but that doesn't count because I played bongos on it. That was all I did. Um, <laughs> and the game like um console i had before that was a mega drive 2 so me playing these fabulous 3d games is a bit of a challenge so i've been playing goat simulator you've done very well on goat simulator. i won some trophies platinum i can't control the camera simulator. to save my life though which is terrifying however i do want us to do some like video gaming stuff i'm thinking of other, sh- other shit we can do and i'm making it fair obviously because i'm thinking video games so really i'm not being that fair on myself no but you know i'm i'm thinking of other things i'll be good at yeah we'll, like we'll boggle think. Or something. Or Scrabble. I'm, I'm sure a Scrabble squash match challenge. <laughs> or will Spelling be Bee. <laughs> yeah, oh, fuck it. Spelling Bee. Yeah. That'd be quite fun. Spelling Bee, I will tap out straight away. That'll be an interesting video. <laughs> Emma spells everything and Andy's not even there. <laughs> Can't spell for shit. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. We appreciate you very, very much. Thanks for all the comments. Thanks for all the tweets. We've got had some amazing tweets this week just saying I'll much people enjoy it and not necessarily people who even comment on the show or like comment on youtube or give us questions or give us like reacts or anything like that just just people have not heard from before so i really 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 appreciate it um thanks very much for listening everyone we'll come back pretty soon with a podcast and as always my name's andy i'm emma enjoy bailey's music enjoy bailey's music let it see you out let it let it let <laughs> it seep in feel the positivity you dance like those wacky waving inflatable arm flaming tube man <laughs> that was just smoother than i thought it was going to be that comment was brought to you by gentleman jack, by gentleman jack. <laughs>